Sonia and Sasha, for real. You're listening to Bring Both Live and Live FM. This is the Sonia and Sasha for Real show. And we are so excited. So excited. Like, how do we get most of our guests, Sash? We... We stalked them. We stalked them. And we did a bit of stalking on uh, on uh, Instagram yesterday. And you, oh, can't, I can't even tell you how uh, happy I was to see this little message come through. Let me do the proper introduction. A comedy trio who began in 2015 with skits about old Greek fish and chip shops. They've made us pee ourselves with the Greek versus Italian skits and the ever popular bloopers at the end of their videos. Just finished a show this year, uh, last year, called Fifty Shades of Ethnic and are about to blow up our theatres around Australia with their new show, Off the Boat. We love them. Please welcome brothers Joe and Carlo Salonitri. Please let me say that I've said that right. And Andrew Manfrey. Everybody say, Padoi, bastards, for Sushi Mango! Yay! That was a good intro, Sonia. Oh, you bastard! Hello, I love it. Uh, I love it. Got nice. Beautiful intro there. So oh, thank you. Thank made you. a mistake though, Sonia. It's not theaters, it's arenas. Big, big arena too. A big arena. Oh, big oh, arena oh, too. Oh, my God. Well, theaters and arenas. I, I mean, I've done it. That just it blows my mind because we've been watching you guys since in the car with the, you know, that we had the four guys and you were doing the funny skits in the car, Italians versus Greek in the radio and dancing. And we lived for the end where we had the bloopers, you know. I think everybody did. Every time that I've spoken to anyone about Sushi Mango, they're like, oh, my God, the bloopers at the end. Everybody loves that stuff. So uh, we're so happy that you're here. So tell us what what happened. What, how did this all begin? Take us back to the to the beginning of this beautiful thing called Sushi Mango. Well, it all started around 2015 where um, we were just uh, doing, uh, do, I was doing some videos in, in my car and, and they were getting a little bit of light a day. And then I, I, I went to my brother very, very vaguely and said, hey, man, we're going to do a video. And he was like, what are you talking about? You know, like, because I, I wasn't really explaining myself. Um, then I'd show him what I'd do and then he'd t- tweak it a little bit. And then, then we did one together. And, uh, and, and we, what did we do, Carl? We literally just played, we, we pressed record in the car and went for a drive. That was yeah, pretty much. We just put the phone on the dashboard and we weren't really meant to do anything. We just, we just put it there and said, look, let's just drive and, and stuff around. And then we looked at it and cut it up and we put it out and then people reacted to it. And as soon as we got that, me in particular, as soon as I got that reaction, it was like instant addiction. And it was just, uh, yeah. Then we got, I got a message from Andrew and he came along. And he got, you know, we've been friends with Andrew since we were, you know, we're family friends since back in the day. And he said, look, what i got to do to be a part of this? I said, mate, come along. And then uh, we joined forces and we, we just had a really, really good time. That was the main thing at the start. It was like every Wednesday we'd meet up and we'd do a video and we would just laugh with each other. It wasn't about anything, but more of a release for us, you know? Um, and then uh, it just just kept going and more people attracted to it. And now we dress up as old men and old ladies and hit the stage. <laughs> and, I, and I think that's why we, we, we decided very early on to put the bloopers in, in the video is to be basically because we want to show everyone how much fun we were actually having yeah. doing these videos. Uh, it was, we would laugh and laugh and laugh and, and we're having such a good time doing it. I mean, we hate each other now. Yeah. <laughs> Not now, Jesus. always really. <laughs> for us, thank you. We, we appreciate that that you've kept no, but <laughs> it, it was just, a, it, and it was also to show people a side of us as well, you know, because we're just, 
we're, we just like to have a good time and we, we like to laugh and we like comedy as much as the next person. Yeah, I never really understood what people saw in it. In the, blo- in the bloopers in particular, but then when you, now I go back and look at them occasionally and go, you can see the chemistry. Like, and I'm sure that's what people identified with. It was just three blokes having a good time, you know? And I think you can people- see. You can see that you guys are having a good time and that you can also see that the friendship is there. Like it's the essence of what it is above all else, above all the business and above all the stuff that goes on. It's that essence that you can see with you guys. Would you agree that that's what keeps you all together? And Yeah, there was there was no business at the start. It was just like we didn't know what we were really doing. All we knew is it felt good and we had a, a good time doing it. We were thinking to ourselves, my brother and I especially, Andrew was – just enjoying himself didn't really wasn't on that sort of wavelength at the start but I was, you know, we were thinking hey you never know one day we could strike strike a big or we could do a show or do it do a tv show we just we just thought we'd had that in the back of our head and mind but like i said every wednesday it was just an outlet and we would just we would just really laugh and and that's why we're still together now is because I, I wouldn't do it with anyone else I, I i don't think i could you know i don't think i could um, enjoy myself as much as i enjoy myself with these guys as much as I do hate them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you yeah. were saying, Carla, that it was about like you got addicted to it. What, do, what, yeah. what does that addiction feel like? Tell us about that for all of you. Well, it's, it's validation. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's, you, if you get a like or a comment or people saying, oh, my God, <laughs> these guys are hilarious and they're getting, some, they're getting something out of it, it's validating what you're doing. Like you, you don't know if it's funny until people tell you it's funny. You know, you might think you're the funniest person in, in the world, but realistically, people have to like it. And it's when you find something funny and then they validate it, it's really, it's a, it's a good feeling. And to feel, and, and that feeling of making other people laugh, it's, it's just an indescribable, it's an indescribable feeling. So yeah, it was, um, that's what it is, you know, that's the addiction. And making someone feel good, you know, that, that was, yeah. that was really like we were getting these messages of people that were saying, you know, we, we suffer from depression or I suffer from depression and or I've had a bad day. Uh, watching your videos makes makes me laugh, makes me feel good. It's that and the cash because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we are logs after all, all right? <laughs> cash money and then we do the side. Yeah. Yeah, cash is pretty good. No, no, look, it, above all, it, it, it was that. Uh, you know what? And, and I remember saying to the guys, because people used to come up to us and say, what are you guys doing? Like, people used to say, what, what, you got too much time on your hand. Little did they, they know that we were working full time, shooting these videos and editing these videos at night till all hours and then going back to work in the morning to our, our normal jobs. And, um, and I said to someone once, if one person gets a kick out of this, one person, if it, even if it gets a, a million views, but if one person... Uh, if it helps one person that day, we've done our job. You it's know? cliche, but it's true. You know, it really is. Absolutely. It becomes uh, the obligation starts to set in after people rely. It's it's almost like oh, when are you guys doing your next one, or where are you guys been? It becomes an obligation to to give give them more, give them more happiness. You know, and then helping helping that person allows them to spend cash to come to the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in particular, during COVID, we're able, we came together. We, 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 we put a lot of material out during COVID, especially during the lockdown period, to make sure that we kept the spirits up and helped people through those dark times. And, and, the, and the, the feedback was overwhelming. People were so appreciative. Yeah. And it was just, 
it made it worth it, we, not only did we keep ourselves entertained but we we managed to keep some people um depression levels low you know well we tried anyway so you did 100% we, we all appreciate that we were doing that you know like Sasha and I work with lots of young people and you know I just thought oh, how am I how are we going to help there's so many young people that you know like follow us on social media how do we help because predominantly we're talking about students year 11 and 12 students that had their whole years just decimated and all the fun stuff taken away from them so you know we were just pumping out funny memes and we were getting messages saying oh thanks so much you just brighten our day a little bit you know and it, you, you do you get addicted to that it's actually a drug knowing that you have a, such a positive effect on on everybody so you've gone from being in the car to selling out arenas like what what the hell guys just do just mind blown or what yeah, well, very it's, surreal. Uh, it's uh, it's an unbelievable um, experience, really. And look, I, I, I'm just so grateful to all the fans. Not, none of this could be possible without people tuning in and following us. And we have an incredibly loyal fan base. And we, again, it sounds very cliche, but we're so grateful to all of those guys because we started off with an iPhone in my Hilux Ute, and now we're playing Rod Laver Arena and Kudos oh. and other big places when there's such a short period of time. And it's all due to them. I mean, we worked incredibly hard to get here, but yeah. none of that would have meant nothing unless the people uh, jumped on and supported us. And uh, yeah, thanks, guys. It's also or it's also due to the, the fact that I carry these two all, like, all the time. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm the real talent here. Everyone, everyone knows I'm the real talent. Like, it's, it's, it's the, well known amongst... It's, I'm the brains behind the operation and everyone yeah, keeps taking care of That's why I've got such big shoulders. I've got... Carry everybody It's very, very surreal. And, and you know, when, it's actually uncomfortable talking about it sometimes. I've got to be honest. Like, uh, you know, sometimes there can be... Uh, a tall poppy syndrome in the country and we just don't want to talk about it because it can start to feel like oh look at these guys talking about you know selling out arenas it makes me a little bit i don't know why but it makes me a little bit uncomfortable but yeah it's just it's actually happening it's actually it's actually happening you have to pinch yourself sometimes you know i think i think the one thing it sounds weird right but because uh we've we've lived life before this just working and and uh, the jobs and and doing uh, different types of things and, and going through struggles or, or hard times or this, that, the other, uh, or just work, you know, with, with businesses and work and so on, you, you, we, we, we're, we're on the other side. So we're coming over this now. And we're not sort of too cocky or we try and keep our feet down to the ground as much as we possibly can, you know. And, 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 and the, the three of us make sure that no one ever gets to their head too high in the sky. Um, and I think that's that's the beauty of how honest we can be with each other. We can fight. We fight all the time. Really? What do you fight about? Oh, different toppings on on donuts. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, what, who what, has the last piece of salami? This yeah, is just you know, general stuff, you know, like a normal type of well, stuff. The last olive. Who gets the last olive on the plate? Yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, we we fight about material because. Well, when I say fight, you, you argue because you want the best. You want to do the best. You want to make sure it's the best. You don't want to settle. <clears throat> you know, oh, that's good enough. No, come on. It can be better. Or, yeah. um, you know, is that funny? That's not funny. Why isn't it funny? Tell me, why isn't it funny? It's funny. <laughs> you know, um, but and that, so that happens. And, uh, but like I said, it's, it's all because of the, the love of what we do and how much we want 
it to be beautiful. Part of the part of being a trio means you have to trust or a duo. It's like a marriage, I suppose. You really have to trust your partners in crime and go, well, if they say we normally want we normally want a, want a voting system. If two say it's shit, it's out. That's just the way it is. Doesn't matter how much you fight or scream, if the two guys go, well, if I say no, nah, that's no good. Yeah. We cut it. And you fight and scream and kick and and whatever, but uh, ultimately you've got to go with what the, what the group feels. And, and most of the time, I must admit, most of the time, it's right anyway. Yeah, so that's that. Do you know what we, I mean, Sonia and I have been in business for now 20 years together. And so wow. we, get that, we get that concept of what you guys think. Give clap, boys. Fantastic. That's a great what an accomplishment. It is. It is a big, and we have this, you know, like Ralph, who um, owns the station that we're on here now. He always just says that, like, we're we're from each other's um, rib. You know, I've taken from her rib, and we've created each other, and we do that. And and one of the things that I would say is the foundation in our business of what kept what's kept us really strong. Because obviously, in twenty years, there's there's a roller coaster of stuff that happens. Like, you can't ever say that it's just perfect, and it's you know everything's always, and you don't ever have moments where you agree or disagree on things but one of the things that we always come back down to is the intention and the intention which I can feel from you guys is the intention is for us is that we want to be good we want to give out good material we want to we want to make money we want to succeed we want to do what's best for our listeners um and and for all the you know in all the presentations that we're doing so if one person comes in and says you know let we should we should spend money on this and it turns out it was a crap idea well the intention was to wasn't spend money on crap the intention was to bring success but it was a mistake or if the intention was to put that material in and it turned out didn't turn out as funny or as good the intention so i can see with you guys that that same um that same raw material that holds us together is what with you guys would you agree 100 percent. you just yeah. said it <clears throat> in one you know you said we want we, we, we want to be good we, we sort of we want to be we, we want to be the best you know mm-hmm. not, not the best we just want to we just want to be the best we can the best, be best versions of yourselves best yeah. versions of, of us and we want to be you know do our absolute best all the time and create the best and we're always thinking ahead we don't people might think we look um it just might look slapped together but it's really calculated it's um you know, we're always thinking about our next move and how that is perceived and uh, how the brand is perceived and, um, you know, how our fans would feel about it. We're, we're really um, calculated like that. And, yeah, it just comes down to wanting to be good and the best we can possibly be. Well, what, they say? what did they say? That uh, uh, success is a result of doing something well? Is that what they say or something, like, something along those lines? I mean, as long as you do what you do, the best you can, you're probably bound to get some success in whatever in whatever capacity. You're gonna you're gonna see some success um, out of it. So yeah, we just try to be the best we can. And, what's, and, um, what's been the hardest thing about about your business, about your group, about putting all the material out? About sushi mango, has it been tough times? Has it been hard? Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's always tough times. Um, uh, sometimes making a decision is tough. Mm. I, I have, did you make the right decision? Did, did we, should have we have gone down this path? Should have we have gone in that path? But then after a little while, you sort of, uh, it, it sounds really weird. It's, it's going to sound really weird, but sometimes the, the decisions are made for you. 
mm. and, and we've learned that that we we, tr we we trust the process now um yeah. and then and at the same but and the, the hard parts are uh you, you know when like you said when you're writing it's sometimes that that creative process that's they're the tough parts or when something doesn't go right but yeah. what i what i've found with us is that we're very resilient if something doesn't go right we're not scared to 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 you know roll up the sleeves and 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 get it out like we 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 put out a um last year's show we we did a little stream uh like a stream online during covid and everyone the stream started at 6:30 well everyone so that we had about 10,000 people that, that got it everyone jumped on at 6:30 and it crashed yep I know, because I was I was one of those. No, people. You were one of them. <laughs> Are you were that one that was sending nasty messages? No, actually. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, the point of it, the point of it was is that we were getting barraged with messages and emails, and and we were okay. Let's roll it up, make a make a little note, uh, and send it out to everyone, and. Um, and we did that for three hours, you know, because that, those those are the times where it's hard. Those are the times where things don't go to plan, and yeah. and uh, you have to make sure that you know you, you're not you're not too precious to 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 worry about fixing it. Yeah, so you know, we we sat around like we looked forward to it. It was a day where just the whole family were coming together and it was kind of reminded me of like the olden days when we'd, we'd sit you know people would sit around the radio and listen to a, their favorite show right and I was like we had nart shows and like it was a whole big thing in our house you know and we're all sitting there and then and then it crashes and we're like oh no uh, the nachos got cold didn't they nachos, eh? yeah, no, we just stuffed our faces don't worry that we were <laughs> you know what's your bloody remote it's not working did you end I up getting it? You. We went pissed off. We felt, we were like, oh, can you imagine these guys? I can imagine oh, you. We'll stick to our guts. We'll stick to our guts. But I guess the point of it is like we we got through it, you know, like yeah. it was it was hard. And it was a good show. It was a great show. What upsets us? What upsets? Uh, did, you, did you get onto it, by the way? Yeah, we did. We watched the whole thing. It was awesome. So the, what, what upset, what sets us is that we want the the fan to to have the best experience you yeah. know what I mean? we don't want to we and, and that that's what that's what kills us the most out of the whole thing well you know you said well you know you said that that um it's you and the whole family were, were watching this that's what's amazing about the people that adore or like what we do is it's yeah. a, it's, it's almost a generate it's from young kids right up to the elderly and so when they come to the show, it's like seeing the whole family tree yep. in, in in the seats, you know. And it's 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 really great. I mean, we didn't we didn't set out to do that, but whatever the hell we're doing, obviously, it's a communal thing, which is just a bonus, really. So. Andrew, right? We had we had a, a six year old, a twelve year old, me, twenty three and a half, and uh, <laughs> uh, oh, why why are you guys laughing? I didn't laugh. I was a rock. I, I was a rock. Right. You were right. You, I, I you saw you that, Stasha. Yeah, I did. I saw. I saw. Did you, you see me? I saw, I saw you. you. I genuinely know that you know that we're telling the truth about our age. That's right. I know you That's are. That's right. You know, know that was a very that nasty thing for you to laugh at that moment. How long have you guys been together? Twenty years. That means you started. Yeah, I know. We were. We were. We were. What are you? What are you saying, Andrew? We met in kinder. Anyway, so 
or family, you know, like, and, and I'm talking, I've got some serious cred today because I've told the seven-year-old and the 12-year-old that I'm interviewing Sushi Manga and they're like, what? Like, so, you know, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. For <laughs> I, I want to know, what did you guys do previous to this? Like, what was your jobs? Professional table tennis player. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, went to China on a couple. No, uh, <laughs> we, we, uh, what was your uh, job? We uh, well, I I was always in sales, like um, marketing sales, advertising sales, um, Herald Sun, Yellow Pages, you oh, know, wow. okay, um, magazine, and then like way early on, okay. I was in the rag trade and car sales. So I, I was at a my, mine was a sales background. Wow, and I, color, I, what I was very similar, but I was in um. I was in, uh, I was a freight broker. So I, I was, it was in transport. And then I went and lived overseas for five years. And I, um, I got this gig. I actually launched a, it's really weird. I actually launched this luxury fashion label that was from Switzerland, Saudi label from Switzerland. I launched it in London. So I had this sort of dream job. Then I came back because everyone wanted me to come back. Um, and I got back into that again. And then I got into business. I got into, um, uh, lighting business, which I still have, um, and I've taken you know a step back from it. That, that does its thing now, and I've still yeah. still got some business uh, interests going. But yeah, like that that was me, you know. Um, I was running the business whilst we were building Sushi Mango as well, so it's very very much a juggling act mm. for me. Andrew, what did you do? Uh, pest control. I used to kill insects. Ah. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Now, I used to. Sasha uh, was like, okay, that's good. That's, uh, uh, well, that's an honorable job. That's right. Hey. That's a good job. It's a good job. Hey, I do not like mine, so I'm there. So, what I used to do, I used to, um, uh, so for a very long time, ran my own business, worked for the family business, um, sort of the scrap metal business, and actually still running. So, yeah, before, before Sushi Mango, I sort of was uh, rolled. Hard yakka and hard yakka shorts and work boots and and uh, uh, chesty bonds and out there loading scrap metal and. Oh, he used he used to come sometimes. His businesses his businesses around the corner from from where mine was, and we would do these videos, and then he'd come in and he'd have these like you know those hard yakka shorts with concrete all on them, and you know it'd be minus three degrees in the morning, and we'd be looking at the vid trying to what about this, what about that, we are you know cutting stuff up so. Yeah, we were um, we were juggling stuff. All of us were just just juggling. We're, but you know, it's like like Joe said, we would do do the vids at night until two, three, sometimes four in the morning, and then get up and we'd have the bags under our eyes, and it was just uh, it was it yeah. Was... And I was running running over people in the truck because I was so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I also I also used to do some. Uh, I used to sing in a wedding band and MC. Oh wow! Yeah, so I did that for a long time as well and yeah so you're we've always been i've all i was we've always been chasing something there was always something else out there we didn't know what it was and someone told me once that um that I'm, I, I see you doing something successful with a short guy and i was like who's this short guy and he was right next to me all the time it was my brother Aww. and they also said you're going to do something with a really guy with a really bad face and it's andrew <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no. <laughs> you know, I, I need to ask this, Chris, because obviously your lives are so intertwined with each other and, you know, the highs and lows in your own emotional life of what's going on. I, it's And you, and like Sonia and I, you know, I'd say sometimes that we're more married to each other than we're actually really married because we think and breathe and we speak so many hours a day and all of that sort of stuff. So that when one is going through a high and a low, we're often, you know, you, you help pick up the pieces and all of that and you, you're almost married to each other. And then your families actually become married as well because what's going on with one person you need to pick up from them and, you know, you're not spending time with their family. How do you guys juggle the outside stuff, the outside, your own family? I mean, you guys have got your own parents, but how do you juggle when you bring that all together? Well, a lot if I want to start this one, I'm married, got three kids, so... It's always tough finding the time to be around because obviously we've got uh, Tushy Mango, we've got, I've still got a business that runs and I've got the family. But, you know, you just find time. And when you're married to a good person, they kind of, I'm, I'm blessed in that respect. My wife sort of says, do what you've got to do. I'll take care of things. So I'm lucky in that respect. But it can get tough. And, and the boys, look, we also work within, within each other's schedule, which is really great because... Uh, Obviously, Joe's got a family too and Carla's got a girlfriend and a business. So we kind of, we always make it work. So if we've got to get up at six in the morning, we're at six in the morning. If we're going to go out at two, at two in the afternoon, we just make it work. It's just, there's no choice. When you love what you do, you make it work. It's yeah. simple. Uh, I've got to say, like, Sushi Mango is the, is the centre of our life. Like, it really is. It's, you know, we've got other business interests and other things and whatever, but um, it's, it's, always sushi mango it's not to say that they come above you know your, your family or girlfriends wives children but it's just what andrew said whatever needs to be done we do it and it doesn't matter what time it is it doesn't if it's if it's five in the morning and something happens well we're together whatever happens we just have to get it done uh and it, it, it's more than a full-time thing it's it's um it's just become you know like a, a livelihood it's just second nature to us it's who we are now we're, we're sushi mango so we make it work oh, i just love it was there sasha and i talk about this all the time there's some people say oh there was this phone call and everything changed there was a moment and then everything changed was did you have one of those joe well, we've not we've not had it yet, so we're just wondering. You know, <laughs> we're, wait, we're like going everything that we've had, we've had to work really hard for. So, like, was there a moment where somebody rings you and you're like, oh, well, look, there, there was never really a moment. I mean, the the the, the, the moment that uh, which I think helped fast track where we're at is when uh, Nick Giannopoulos sent us a text, uh, sent us a message. Uh, via Instagram to sort of say, hey, let's catch up for a coffee. We reckon we can yeah. do something. And we thought, um, when we discussed within ourselves, thought, oh, great, what video can we do with this guy? You know, and then he sat down and said, um, I don't want to do a video. Um, I want to do a show with you yeah. guys. And, um, yeah. and, and, you know, just for someone that, that uh, has been like wanting to break into the, the industry for so long. And especially sitting as a young kid watching the Acropolis now is going, Oh, I wish I could do that. All those shows. Uh, I've got to say a little bit of piss came out when he did. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It was there. We were there at the coffee table. And he, he said, um, 
my brother gets really excited. Like he he doesn't have a poker face. Like when it comes to business deals and stuff like that. And he said, um, uh, so what do you, you know, what, what, what do you want to do? You want to do some kind of video? He's like, no, I want to do a show with you guys. And I went, <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and I could see his body start to convulse a bit. So I had to, I grabbed him by the knee. I was like, just shut up. Because he, cause he just asked for the contract straight away. We just signed for $5. <laughs> you know? Don't worry about it, dude. So, but in in all seriousness that was probably one of the moments where we thought oh we are we are seriously onto something here because we we had plans to do our own show we actually met up and we were talking about doing our own show everyone was calling for it and then it's almost like it was just it's again cliche but it, all this was sort of meant to be it, it's it's we would end up doing our own show. We probably would have fumbled a little bit more, but we learned from Nick. Nick is the best person in this game to learn from by far. There's no other ethnic wog comedian who's better than putting together a show than Nick is. Like he's such a professional. He's um, meticulous. He, he cares about his material. And he saw that he identified that in us. And he was like, let's do this together. And he, he really showed us, so much that helped us when we finally went out on our own, you know, and if we had gone with some other people might not have ended up as good as what it was, but we, we, we by ourselves, you know. Nick's, Nick's, uh, Nick's uh, uh, help fast track everything for us because uh, he paved. Look, he, I don't look. it's not like he gave us a, a, a schooling in it, but we learned it's just he was there in his presence. He, he, he He'd talk, we'd cycle it all in, and 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 it just fast track what we're able to do. We learned from him, and he's a he really like Carl. I can't re reiterate what what Carl's saying enough. He's an absolute professional at what he does, and putting together theatre shows is second to none. You know what I mean? What, what what you guys said before? You watched those dancing around the world videos and all those videos that we did. Nick said he he watched those videos and he just saw work ethic. Yeah, he goes like he he knew how much time it would have taken to change those costumes, to edit it, to, to do all the stuff that we did. So he's like, I knew you guys were, were, were hard workers, you know, would work hard to, to make your first show ever work. And, and that's what it was. It was our very first show in front of people was 800, it was a full house at the Athenian Theatre. So we, we had the baptism by fire, as I say, but it was, it was a sink or swim as well. Yeah. You know, it was like, you guys better better be good, otherwise, you know, uh, it's it's this. You know, you guys know more than anyone how the industry is. Um, so yeah. we were like, it was eight hundred people for five shows. You know, over a weekend. Yeah. You know, on Friday, two Saturdays, are doubles, 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 and we're like getting through them. Um, and our first show went for like it was supposed to go for an hour and 50 minutes. I think it went for almost three hours. We, just- <laughs> <laughs> we, were sit- we were sitting on laughs for like uh, 30 seconds, like just soaking the laughing oh, longer yeah. than what we should have. We had no yeah. idea what we were doing. At the end of the show, <laughs> there was an applause and the curtains drew and we just, we were, cel- we were actually quite shit, but we thought we'd nailed it. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took a number of shows before we put it together. But yeah, I mean, that was, yeah, that was a, an unforgettable like, do you remember the feeling getting off the stage? Boys? I do, I do. Yeah, it was, it was... So that's yeah. That would be the call or the message um, that really helps sort of fast track. And then since that, since that day, 
we've had, you know, and then the, probably the next one was the email from Dainty, you know. Yeah. You get an email from, from Tech Dainty, one of the biggest promoters in Australia for how long, saying we want to put a show on with you guys. And um, That's a little moment, tiny. Little that's, little. That's, little. Another, <laughs> that's a moment. That was another moment that, that excited us, you know, and... Um, because what, did you wear your pants at that one as well? Did you wear your pants at that no, one? That, that was straight A little up. bit of shit came out of that one. <laughs> that was, that was that straight, one. straight projectile vomit that came straight out. <laughs> I was just sort of looking at the email going, what, 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 what is this? Yeah. But the, 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 funny, the funny thing about that is, is that um, when we, before we started our show last year, I said to the boys, I said, in two years, we're, we're, we're going to do, we have to do arenas. I said, two years time. He did, he did, he absolutely did. I, I said, and I was, I said to the guys and I, I said, in two years, we're going to go and sell out arenas and it's going to happen. We, we just have to make it happen. I said, we've got one year in theatres and then we have to take that next step, next step to, to, to arenas. This year, obviously what happened was the show didn't go ahead um, and, it happened. It just due, due, the due, email, due to COVID. Due to COVID, didn't COVID, go COVID didn't, because of COVID. Yeah. And when we got the email, I was just like, and we met with them. I said, "Listen, we want to do, we want to do arenas." And he, and they said, "That's where we want you guys to be. We want to take you guys to arenas. We want to take you guys to America. We want, we want to really." And I was just, I was like, I can't believe, almost thought it into exist existence. Yes, you did. One hundred percent, you did that. One hundred percent. I'm more of attraction. I'm actually big on that stuff. Um, yeah, really, really. That, that saying, it's again very cliche, but never, you know, I can't say to people enough now: never give up on your dreams and do what you love. You know? Yeah. It's not saying to to quit your job tomorrow and you've got a mortgage and five kids and you're just going to say, "Nope, I want to be a clown that makes balloons." <laughs> that guy. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, you don't want that. I'm saying that. I'm saying that. The noise. <laughs> I'm saying that that you know, never give up on what you want to do because mm. it's it can actually happen. Mm. Yeah. Oh, uh, just you got to yeah. give, just got to give everything. Like to add to what Joe said, it's like it's just give it a crack. Yeah. I mean, don't sit on your. Yeah. The definition of stupidity is like doing the same thing every day and expecting a different outcome. I mean, mm. you've got to just put yourself out there. Yeah, so it doesn't work. Who cares? Keep trying. Try something else, you know? Yeah. Well, if you want to give something a go, give something a go. Because before you know it, you're, you're an old man or an old lady and you, you, it's, it's gone. Your opportunity's passed, you know? And that's a, that's a waste of talent and a waste of opportunity and a waste of life. Might as well just get out there and give it a go. And I also, you know, if anyone wants a... Uh, any any um, <clears throat> Tony Robbins advice, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> so he's he's no, offering but... a package. He's offering free advice plus the old concrete shorts he used to wear when yeah. he used to drive the truck. Yeah. And you could buy a CD pack of 10 afterwards. $49.95. $4.99, Carl. Not even $49. <laughs> $4.99. That psychological stuff that you guys are talking about, that is absolutely a foundation because at the end of the day, you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in these things. So you're, you're out there like that. That's what Sonia and I are all the time. Like, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? Where do we want this to go? What are we manifesting? It's that, it's that underlying foundation that you guys are all talking about um, has to play a part in it. 
It is. It is. I, I, I 100% um, believe in it. And, and it's not just like, it's not just like, you have to visualize it. You have to feel it. You have to do, you certainly have to feel what the feeling of, of it is going to be. And then you have to put the action in. You, you, can't, you can't just sit and watch, eat Doritos and watch Ricky Lake if she's still on TV. I don't know. No, she's but, Ricky, uh, Lake. Ricky Lake and, 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 and eat Cheetos and think, I'm going to be a billionaire and then not do anything. You have to rip, but you know, when you're visualizing it, it's like, it's already there. It's already, and that, when you, you just get that feeling, like from now I'm visualizing at the end of this show at, at Rod Laver, the feeling of the audience, what the audience are going to give me at the end of the show. Mm -hmm. I'm going to feel the, the, the accolades and, and the happiness that they've got. I'm feeling what that's going to feel like. And that will happen. I know it will. Can I tell you something? You know what I'm actually feeling? I have actually, just, and I've just shut my eyes and while you're actually speaking, I'm actually feeling that um, Sonia and I are going to come to your first show at Madison Square Gardens and we're going to laugh our heads off and we're going to walk out and go, remember when we had that chat with these guys? But it's at Madison Square Gardens. I think I just threw up in my mouth. I'm going to bomb it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. Okay, we'll get there. We will you get promise? Because we'll be there. No, we'll I, I swear. Because we need to manifest. I mean, there is not an arena. Sonia and I are uh, madly in love with New York. And Madison Square Gardens is just, a, an, you know, the number one arena of the world. And we love it. And there's not a time that hasn't been there. We... Um, That's it. Can I say something? You, you're the second person to mention America to me in today. Madison Square Gardens as well? Not Madison Square Gardens. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I I love New York. I love it. Like with, with when I first got, went there, I think it was 2007, um, I got out of the airport at JFK and I just, I was like, oh my, I'm in New York. Like I just felt, I walked the streets and I saw the steam coming out of the, out of the, the, the sewerage thing. And I was, I was almost like home. I was home. Yeah. I went, I went uh, a couple of years back with my girlfriend. I was like, I'm supposed to be here. Um, so there's something going to happen. And I told the boys, I said, listen, something's going to happen because I'm so comfortable here. I know we need to be here, you yeah. know? And I think that that's going to be, hope. I know it's going to be the natural progression, you know? That's where Tech Dainty was talking about it. I think that we will end up, um, I think we will end up there. I have no idea where we're going to go, but I know we could, I know this is going to sound really corny. No, it's not. We're talking spiritual all, stuff here. Yeah. Almost anything's possible. I, I, I don't know how. I don't know where I can justify that comment even coming from. But I just know that in the beginning, I was the one that was sitting on the couch at Carlo's old apartment in Elwood and going, "Who the hell wants three dumb wogs to come to there?" And now we're doing arena. I just know that anything's possible, and I'm pretty sure that if it's possible, these boys and hopefully me, we. We can make it happen, you know. I just, I just, there's a feeling we're inside now. I was just gonna say, I hope this doesn't, I hope this doesn't come across. Look, I actually forgot we were we were doing a, an interview. Man. I'm starting, <laughs> I'm actually starting to get all spiritual. I'm starting, I'm elevating, I'm levitating right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want this. Yeah, uh, you know, look, you've got you've got a side of of us out which is pretty rare in interviews. That it's it's raw, it's it's close to my heart. I don't want it to sound too cocky to people. Like, oh, these guys are talking about them getting to to. Uh, 
like I, I hope anyone listening listening doesn't think that, but um, it's just belief, self belief, um, and and desire and want and you know it, it, that that's what it is. You know, it's uh, it's not up our, not up ourselves. Yeah, no, we just believe. We just not. believe in oh, ourselves. Carlo, no, it's absolutely not. You don't even need to say that. When we were in uh, New York, one of the times Sasha and I speak there three times a year, and I took Sasha to Madison Square Garden to see Sebastian Maniscalco. Well, oh, um, yeah. well, can I ask you? You got that? You can't just say that and rush over. Yeah, no. Well, <laughs> we 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 did four. Uh, we were there four times last year in two thousand and nineteen. Wow. So. Oh, doing clocks. Yes. Yeah. Now, so, so can I just say, Carla, when you no actually said, you said the phone call hasn't come. What are you talking about? You're doing- no. Well, we made it happen to ourselves. We made it happen for all of ourselves. But um, funny that you say that. Um, and I, and I, you're right, Joe. We just kind of dropped it like it was no big deal. And let me tell you, it is a very, very big deal. Yeah. The fact that we've gone to New York and we've done this. Um, but that's I went to New York for the first time when I was 21 years old and I, I was in America for three months, did this massive tour of America, got to New York and loved every part of it, don't get me wrong, but got to New York and exactly the same way that you describe New York, Carlo, is exactly the way that I felt. Like yeah. I walk, I got there and I went, I'm at home. I yeah, just felt bizarre. at home. It was, I've never like experienced I, that. That's how I feel like when I go to Rye. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I feel like that when I go to mum's place for dinner. <laughs> but you haven't had a slice. You haven't had a slice of pizza. You need a slice of pizza. The slices. The slices, like, you know. And so. I've never been. I've never been. So I'm, oh, Joe, Joe, that's why when we say Madison Square Gardens, like I, I, I feel like I'm portraying my dream onto you guys and putting it out there and, and all of this stuff. And I know once – um. Um, uh, Ralph, who is also who is the owner of this station, when he hears this, he's just gonna like you know convulsing himself, going, "Oh my god, there's another New York kind of thing." Because it's bizarre that we've actually gravitated all these people that have this same thing for this one city. Yeah. Like it's a city in the world to have this vibe because you know I've travelled all over the world and I have never felt that way that I did when I went to New York, mm. and so and then you know years later Sonia and I meet and, and da 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 and over the time I'm like going New York New York New York New York New York New York you know and then we got this opportunity to go to New York and we got to interview Gary Vaynerchuk. Do you guys know who that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Gary. Yeah. He's, a, he's, he's a motivational speaker, <clears throat> and we did that. What, what, was that 2017? 18. 18, yeah. 2018. And then we just literally went there and did that interview and leveraged. Like when I say we worked, I would say like we almost worked 24 hours a day. You don't sleep when you're in New York anyway because that's a complete waste of time. So you just literally like, you know, you're just working and never and networking and networking. And then it took us a whole year to be able to get back there and then we went back there four times last year to do that. And then Sonia, um, as a, as a birthday present, uh, we went to see uh, Sebastian okay. Maniscalco. Sorry, Sonia, I cut you off before. So okay. freaking funny, and Hilarious. being Italian, like Hilarious. just, I mean, laughed and laughed and laughed. And one of the things that I love about your comedy, it, and that I love about his, and the reason, the one of the things that I want to say to you guys is, not only are you making us laugh now, but I was, you know, watching heaps of your stuff while cooking dinner this tonight. You were reminding me of my own childhood. 
of my own stuff, those things. So you were taking me back to moments that were probably not that funny back then because you were going, what the freaking hell are you doing? Why are you saying that? You know, those sort of things. But now you're turning them into something funny. So the the, the, the stuff that's given me, you know, therapy, you're now turning, <laughs> that I've gone into therapy, you're now actually turning it into something funny. And when I'm having a laugh, I'm laughing with you guys because I've been in that exact same situation. Mm. I've heard that same crap come out of somebody's mouth and now I'm actually laughing. So I'm laughing as the 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 45 slash 23 year old, but I'm laughing as the, the little Sasha, as the kid that was there and he actually experienced it. That's the gold that you guys bring. Yeah, I think that 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 is what Andrew was saying before. That that that's what we stumbled across. You know, when we when we uh, brought these ethnic dad characters out and ethnic mum characters out, it was uh, you know it was just basically doing bits of our. Our, our our family life, what it was like, what it might have been like for someone, and that's all it was. What we found out afterwards is that we were taking people down memory lane and taking people down a nostalgic path, where sometimes someone has has passed away, or someone's not there anymore. And we used to get messages, people saying, "You remind me of my father. He's not here anymore, but watching your videos reminds me of him, my mother, my grandmother, whatever it is," and you 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 basically now can can uh, this is going to again we don't want to pump our own tires but you can stand in the room and watch yourself as a kid when you watch our videos it's like you're it's like you're watching your own life almost identify with it you know and yeah. and if you, if you put a com comedic spin on it it's nice you know <laughs> it's it's a nice thing. Yeah. And, we, and, we, and to be honest, we, we meant it. We meant to do that, you know. That was... <laughs> but, you know, it's weird. So it's, it's weird that, um, you know, for, it is that for a lot of people, but it isn't that for a lot of people, you know. People are seeing the characters, you know, there's Greek and Italian characters. There's, you know, all different types of characters, but they're just seeing them for characters. Like you've got little kids that are, uh, you know, five years old or six years old that don't have an, an ethnic grandparent but just like the way they look or they sound funny, they're silly, yeah, the way yeah. they, they yell silly. We're like a cartoon to them. We're like a cartoon with this becoming characters and I think that's a um, big part of what, what I want to do personally and, and the guys as well is, yeah, they are Italian and Greek characters but they're characters and we've being subjected to, you know, a little bit, a little bit of like, oh, that's not PC because you're, you're, you're racist. We're like, yeah. how, how is this racist? You know, where, first of all, we're Italians playing Italians or Italians married to Greeks playing Greeks and stuff like that. How is it, how is that racist when you can get people like, uh, for instance, like Kath and Kim, for instance, mm -hmm. and who I love, I love those characters. Um, they can send up, the Aussie bogan, and that isn't racist, but you know, uh, what we do is racist. I can't figure that out, and yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's something think, that we're trying to trying to, to, to change in the, in the in the culture is that they're just it's just a character, it doesn't have to be an ethnic character, it's just honest, a character, you know. I, I think that no matter what you do, you're always going to get the keyboard warriors commenting anyway, you know. Well, it seems to be right now. You've got this whole 
poking, you know, like we're all trying to do you, but people are afraid to turn left or right for, for a little bit and yeah. do something, put themselves out there because of all of that. But I just think if you keep it real and you keep that intention that we were talking about before, you know, for, yeah. to entertain and keep everyone, you know, make everyone laugh, then how can you go wrong with that? We just have to deal with those idiots on the keyboards, as you said, Joe. I know, I know we're all particularly proud of rep representing a whole generation of people. And it never started out that way, but it's become that now. It's like, we're yeah. very careful. We, we make fun. We say silly things. We embellish these characters, but we're very respectful and mindful of these people. A whole generation, mind you, that have just been swept under the rug. Just forget mm. about it. No credit. And so we are able to, through comedy, bring light to these people that have, that have given so much to Australia, to this country, you know, so much nourishment to the country. They deserve it, you know. It's, yeah. more, it's more than just us. It's like... Remember the oldies, remember the ethics of all nationalities that have come to this country to seek a better life. And uh, let's, let's, let's celebrate these people. And let's stop being idiots about this PC stuff, you know? Just celebrate people. And that's it, you know? Do you know, do you know how many, how many we'll call it Australian Anglo people, non-WOG non people uh, love our... Non-WOG people, I love that. <laughs> and, uh, whatever you want to call them. They, they, uh, you know, oh, Wilson, the whole, the whole Wilson family loves us over there as well, right? So it's, it's like, <laughs> it's so, there's so many, it's, we're, we're started, we, we have for a while, just start to cross over, you know, you don't have to just be a wog. Yeah, okay. You, like you said before, Sashi, like you might, you might resin with it a few things that's happened in the kitchen or here and at the other, but we're now we're now just funny to to anyone sometimes. <laughs> so which is which is a great thing. Because most people know know one of us. Yes, absolutely. You know, like, you know so you'll get those people that'll say, you know, I understand. I, you know, I didn't actually live that particular thing. So like for most of my friends that I grew up with, they were all Aussies, and then yet they'll actually watch this stuff because they'll go. That was going to Sasha's house. That was what yeah. was going on when you got you when you went to Sasha's house. That's what happened. Yeah, you know. So they're having a laugh at, um, and they'll go. You remember when your nonna used to do this? And you remember because you know my my grandmother lived with us, so she was a massive part of my friends and all of that. So so here was all these Aussie Aussies that came into my life, and my house was like that hub that would you know all of a sudden I was giving them showing them this whole other world of my nonna and they'd walk in and go nonna this nonna that and my she's you know passed away a long time ago but everyone still goes nonna this nonna that blah blah and I know they're talking about my grandmother sure. you know because yeah. I was able to give them that part of my family because as I'd say we're we're the kind of family that we're, we've got those tentacles, mate. We'll just get into yours, even if you're not in it. We'll get in there. We'll feed you. We'll be a part of that. We integrate into yours before you know it. You're Aussie and you're going, hey, the, I don't know, and you know that sort of stuff. And I know because all of a sudden, I, I mean, I think that the greatest compliment that I ever get from any of my friends, and especially you know, and Sonia, when she starts speaking like me, like she goes. You know, he died. He's dead. Oh, you know I mean? like, sort of and like, so you know, like when you start putting the O and all of that on the end of it, and you go, "You're Aussie," and now you're you're putting on an O to end on the end of everything because that's just what I've done, and now you're taking it on. So even though you've not actually been in it and lived in it, I think that the culture is as much as every other culture because every culture is beautiful, you know, every yeah. in, in that sense. But this is. This is a really a big part of Australian history that just 
came into this country and flooded people, flooded mm. with their, you know, like they had never seen anything like that before. And so all of a sudden it was, it was such a big difference. And now they've, and then, and then all of a sudden, I think, you know, I mean, I know that my family experienced racism when they first came to Australia and all of that stuff. But then soon, I think that, you know, once they got on and they went, this bowl of pasta is really good, right? <laughs> you know, and it's really good. They're kind of going, maybe we should just get into it. You know what I mean? Because the food's really good and blah, 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 blah. And then, and then, and then it infects everybody else. Now. I'm sorry to cut you into this. I just want to say a good plate of pasta is a soft leveler. It brings everyone together, you know? I complete. Hey, let me tell you, this is what I said. Pizza solves all problems. <laughs> Everything. Yes. It yes. solves all problems, no matter what happens. Because you know, like, with, you know, like, and, and Sonia, you know this, like, with, you know, your husband's family. You know that, right, when there's a family meeting, because there's something going on in the family, you've got to bring the family together to have a meeting for something, right? Because I don't know why we have to have family meetings. But anyway, you put everyone <laughs> together and you order pizza. For some reason, the, the actual, I don't think it's the discussion, it's the food. Yeah, it goes away. If everyone gets sleepy, you've got to be stuffed arguing. Because <laughs> you're so full. You're up to here with your carbs that yeah. you go, I'm sick of fighting. I'm going yeah, home. Also, that most people are gluten intolerant right about now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so good. What about when you went overseas, when you went to Canada? Tell us about that. Was how, Did you find instantly that the comedy just translated over there? Are they similar? Oh, there's shit. It was oh. coldest shit, whatever. But how cold was it over there? It was cold? cold. It was cold. It was really 25 cold. it got to them all there. Oh, very cold. The, the, the comedy, uh, the ethnic dads, ethnic mums, uh, was e exact. Like they, they were. It was like we were playing just in our own backyards. Wow. You know, um, you know, you you, you have to change, uh, obviously, a couple of terms, um, and a, a couple of uh, uh, words that they use. You know, yeah. well, not not even words. Like we did a, a the Greek guys. We did we did fish and chips. In Canada, yeah, they loved it, lapped it up. But instead of saying flake, uh, we had to say, you know, crab cakes or something yeah. like that, something that they would have. Yeah. We did this bit about um, oh. pissing, pissing on the lemon trees. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. And, um, and 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 so me and Andrew were playing our, our non-nor characters, the old Pino and Giacomo characters, right? Yeah. And. In Australia, when we do it, piss on the lemon tree, we would say, where the and then the crowd would go nuts. <laughs> when we were doing it in Canada, we said, piss on the lemon tree. And we looked out and everyone was just like, <gasps> and we're like, why aren't they laughing at this? We did it, we did it in Toronto, then we did it in Montreal. And we're like, why isn't they laughing? And then on, I think after the show, after the day, show, we were in the car. I, yeah. I and I, 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 because it was so cold. There, I was asking the guy who sort of brought us over there. I said, "Well, when do you guys like a good old-fashioned wog?" My dad taught me you got to cover the trees, you know. I said, "When it's with the cold, you must lose. You have to cover your lemon trees and stuff." And he goes, "Lemon trees? We don't have lemon trees in bloody oh, it's too cold because it's too they cold. Have, they don't have lemon trees. They don't have any citrus trees in Canada. It's too cold. Oh, way. So we, we didn't. We didn't know. We didn't so know. the joke, the joke didn't go over because they don't and know I, that." 
they just don't, it's not accustomed to that. So there's little things. And then, and then you know, the character that I freeze, right? There's an arc of pee that would just freeze in the middle of the air. That's yeah. all. But hang on, I, that makes me go, where the freaking, does that mean Canada has to import all their lemons? All their lemons are. That's a business, guys. That's a business. Do you know it's what I'm probably, saying? Like, we're going to get already all these. being done, but. Yeah, I know. Right? Let's try and get a piece of that pie, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Hey, I'm putting it out to the universe. You know what I mean? Madison Square Gardens. A lemon tree. <laughs> like we're gonna it. we're gonna put a lemon tree in Madison Square Gardens. It's it. funny that no. you actually say that because um, I had but I I had a, I had a character piss on the lemon tree. That's gonna be the brand out of spite for the Canadian. That's exactly right. I had a character that I the the guy in the red tracksuit pants that I play. He's a young guy, you know, like a oh yeah, like a he's bouncing around, yeah. A drug dealer guy, whatever you want to call him, and and then um, I, I had to tone him down completely. Like I, I couldn't say Australian, like uh, oh really f off. They didn't understand the f off. They don't say f off over there. They don't say, they don't f say get effed. They don't say get effed. They don't. Oh sorry, they say oh. f off. They don't say get effed. Yeah. Wow. Get get effed isn't a thing over there. So one of his lines over there is, is get effed, and they're like. They weren't getting it. Over here so, for instance, like, you know, the, the, the quintessential chalk wog in Australia is different to their guido, guido over there. Oh, yes. So think about it, you know, like. They've got, like, to, what, are they, what are they again? Um, guido. Guidos. The Portuguese. Canadians make fun of, Italian Canadians make fun of Portuguese the same way we do, you know. Yeah. You got those, what do you, you call it, the chops? Yeah, well, not really, but anyway. But as I was just saying, <laughs> <laughs> so what, what I was saying was that, you know, their, their, their chalk is different to our chalk. They say different <laughs> things. You know, they have different lingo. So that character doesn't really work as much as the old characters. The old characters are universal. They're in America. They're in Canada. They're in the UK. They're in every English-speaking language, and they have the same accent. And they do the same things. They grow the tomatoes, they grow the cucumbers, and they're the same people. So those characters work. It's just the younger characters, our generation. If you act, then you have to tweak them a bit. You got to tweak them. Yeah. But apart from that, they they loved it. They they can't wait for us to go back. We were supposed to go back to America and Canada um, at the end of next year, but. Who knows now with this whole uh, the COVID and what's happening over there, and it'd probably be twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three before we. Oh, don't say that, Joe. Please, please stop, stop, stop at that moment. You, you're breaking my heart now. You've gone way too far. Twenty twenty three. I might as well be dead by then. If I haven't left the country by then, I'll be like a skeleton of like. Ah. I mean, I'll be a really fat skeleton because I'll have eaten myself. I don't mean not to leave the country. You might be able to leave the country long before that. But how? I mean, putting a thousand people in a theater. That's what I'm saying. Like, who knows how long that's going to just be. let's not say it because we don't want the universe to hear right. that one, right? Let's just not how even many, say how it. Many, how many is in, in uh, uh, Madison Square Garden? 17, 18,000. I've got to put 25? in 25. All right, good, even better. Uh, I think it's uh, is it 25 when it was under 20? Mm, I don't know. Well, let, let's one of us Google it before the end of this show. But the producer, Eliza Wilson, maybe she uh, can Eliza up Wilson, she will get on to that one before you know. It's yeah. happening as we speak, yeah. So 
we love how you jump on to just what's going on, you know, in the in the whole social media scene and stuff like this sea spray. Your take, Joe, when you're on the skate, your sex assault. <laughs> I lost my mind. My mind when I saw that. It's just so good. Where does this, where do you get it from? Like, where does this come from? This gold. Uh Jeez, that that was just uh, on you know uh, spare on the spot. You know the sax assault was there. My son's skateboard was there. I was doing a video for something else, and uh, and you just you just do it, you know. And again, it's it's going back to what Andrew was saying before. Just do it, you know. Put it out there, um, and and you don't know what's gonna happen. It could go viral. It could go okay. It was like the dancing video that we did with the mums, with the maniac. I don't know if you guys ever saw that one. Um, TikTok. And with TikTok and, yeah. and, and on Insta and so forth and with yeah. the Windex. You know, same oh, thing. We didn't know that was going to get millions of views, but you just, you just, you just got to, your mind, you know, you just start, starts playing a few games on you a little bit and you think, well, this could work. They're wogs. They, they play with this. They play with that. Amazing. Eliza's just come back with 20,789 people. Oh, there you go. Madison Square Garden. Closer to what I said, technically, Sasha. Yeah. Well, hang on. It's minus three because the three of us are going to be in there (laughs) already. But we're actually, actually, I'm all right to not have a seat. I'm okay to just stand to give it to another paying customer for a bit of cash. Do you know what I mean? I'm happy to stand. I'll I'll stand for my two two or three hour show. Like, I'll I'll give you that one. All right. Um, just like, absolutely like what a pleasure it has been to talk to you guys, get to know you guys, like just in the concept of, of what it takes to create who you are, the work ethic that it takes, the background thought pattern, all of that stuff. And to really get to know you guys, you're absolutely incredible. Like, it's just such an honor to be here and get to know the real you guys it's been absolutely beautiful i've actually got a question just i just want to know like sonia and i have obviously because we've been in business for such a long time you know we we each have our strengths and our weaknesses and and different things and you know one of the things is that you know like i i couldn't do our tax to save ourselves and thank god sonia can because she takes care of all of that stuff i think i can't figure out what i'm actually the person that takes care of but so like do each of you guys have like a role that you play like you kind of go andrew does this he's in charge of that carla does this joe does that like what's your thing not that i want you to be known sonia as the tax chick like i, I don't <laughs> want to offend you and go you actually call me up a little bit you've given me tax yeah, I know, I'm really sorry. Like she does way more. Hey, she hey, does, hey! Don't she underplay does that. She banking as well. Banking is good. She does don't banking tax. But Sonia, banking and tax. These guys understand that that's actually number one priority, well, right? Number one. Number, number one. one. Oh, yeah. They don't understand taxes. Yeah. Hey, hey, I was going to say we don't. None of us do tax. Um, <laughs> So, uh, Sonia, would you be willing to do a second set of books for me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got you another job, Sonia. Sorry. Yeah, well, no, I'd much rather bring the lemon trees, actually. Yeah. So, what does everyone have different jobs, or like you kind of go the, when 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 stuff happens, you go, oh, you ring Joe for that one, you ring Andrew for that one, they take care of it. Look, I I, I guess uh, sometimes I'm 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 a like uh, the admin chick. Uh, or I can't say that anymore Whee! to take that away. I'm the admin person. Okay. I can't say that word. Um, 
or, or you know, I take it on uh, sort of like uh, full full time as well because the guys have got the other business interests. Sometimes they do a little bit uh, of their other stuff. So sometimes it comes to me. So I do that. But then my brother and Andrew are very like, like we said before. They they got the level heads of. If it was up to me, I'd do everything. You know, it, sometimes too much, and then these guys are, are a bit more able to sort of pull the reins uh, back a little bit in, um, uh, on on me. Uh, what am I trying to say? You're here? really struggling with this question. Aren't I don't you? know. I was wondering. <laughs> well, look, my, my, my brother, so it is a full-time thing. My brother is full-time. You know, he does a lot of the, he does a little bit I'm more. I'm a bit of a control freak as well. Like I like <laughs> I like if like if we're going away, I will I will book everything because I want to know it's done. Right, gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to know that the tickets there, the flights there, my car's going to be there, and I get it all happening, and we do it all, and it's all done. You know, and I'll, so I'll look after all of that stuff. And yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Um, where my brother and I generally do the editing, <coughs> um, business decisions. <laughs> Probably we all make them, like myself and Andrew, a little bit more. <clears throat> um, we, we generally try, try to ri- drive the price up. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe generally tries to drive it down. With, uh, <clears throat> I, I, just, I feel sorry for people sometimes. That's my, that's my weakness. Yeah. But they, don't, they, they feel sorry for them if they don't get the cash. So, yeah. You know, not that, that's what I was saying. I, I didn't want to say that before because I didn't want. I don't want to sound like that they don't. They do as well, but they they think, oh, we're worth. You know, that's this is how much we're worth. I'm like, I oh, know, but you know, I feel bad. His foot sore. I don't know. You know <laughs> 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 no, but um, you know, like I'll, I'll t- typically I'll control most of the so- social media, like what goes yeah. out, posts, and what that type of stuff. But we, we all we all we all make all the decisions pretty much all all together. It's not like not one person will make it. It's like we have. Uh, and the writing, the writing is all. Writing is all together. And, and like, Andrew is. is a, you're wondering what I do? Yeah, well, Andrew, what do you do, Andrew? Andrew's a very I'm good mediator. A mediator. <laughs> I'm mediator. I get in between the two brothers and try and calm shit down mostly. Okay. Yeah. And when he's involved in it, he just doesn't mediate that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Then, then my brother steps into that. I'm usually the one going at either one of them because I'm pretty strong-headed. If I want something, it, it has to happen. I admit that. <laughs> you know, but I usually get mediated. Well, that's, the, that's why. Come down, and that's come down to this. Come down to this. This is, this is the way it generally works. Carla goes, you do that. I couldn't be stuffed on it this time. <laughs> so one of us gets on it and does it. Then we do it. He goes, I hate that. That's crap. And then he does it. <laughs> So now, so now we don't do it. So now we don't yeah, do it. Like, oh, I give a shit do it then. Well, you know, I'm a perfectionist. You didn't do it right. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, like, it is a curse. I'm a perfectionist, and I, I admit that. Um, and if it's not going to be done right, don't touch it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we all we all do do we? I mean, I guess we we all play a big part in everything yeah. that, that we do. But you know, like I said. Um, We've all got our little traits and we know how to deal with if someone's feeling a bit down one day or mm. stressed, you know, you, you, you just let them, you let them ride. You know, early on, even though we've been friends or brothers for forever, you know, you sometimes, 
not worry, but if someone's feeling a little bit funny, you start to worry, oh my God. But then you realize it always just comes good. Mm. You know, everything, every, people just need time sometimes to see something or to, to, to play it in their mind a few times. And, and, uh, and it always comes good, you know, and we always get the best. To end off that question, we're like Voltron. Remember Voltron? Yeah. <laughs> Used to come together. Power Rangers. Oh, Power, Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We like the, we we form and we and we and and we perform together. Love it, love it, boys. Our signature question because you're on the Sonia and Sasha for real show is we always like to end with this. What do you know for real? Let's take it, Joe first. What do you know for real, Joe? Uh, what do I know for real? Yeah. Uh, well, that's a. Uh, deep question it can be deep it can be light it can be whatever you want it to be the other boys going crap what am i going to say yeah what, what have you got joe what do i know for real um well uh, i guess i know for real i have to be i'm not going to try and be funny i'll but i'll say that uh you have to put in the hard yards to be successful yeah love it that's what i that, that, I, that, uh, I think uh, sorry carl uh, uh, that, that's because it, it, it's not going to be given. No one's going to give it to you on a silver platter. So, yeah, love that. Awesome. Love that. I'll go and tell you guys that I know for real that off the boat in 2021 is going to be an absolute banger of a show, Woo! and everyone should buy a ticket. Hey, yeah. I'll buy a ticket at Madison Square Garden. Yes, relentless, exactly and then we'll have a slice. It's have a slice, I, yeah. I'm a, a slice. I cannot wait to have a slice with you guys. Like that is oh, like man. the ultimate of goal. Uh, Please uh, don't uh, forget uh, us. Please, don't, we will hold that to you. Please do not forget that we will have a slice for you. I and, actually don't think I will forget. You, you, this has been really, really good, and I think we should you know, come on the show again or do something. Or it's it's been really good. Ah, one hundred percent. We're not letting you go. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we are not letting you go. Like we have a thing. We can't you, leave. Yeah, you can't leave. Andrew? My turn? Mm-hmm. I know for real that Sonia and Sasha are the best interviewees that we've had. Worse, interviewers we've been. This has been a great interview. Oh, my And God. Uh, it's been, and they enabled us to show a side of ourselves we normally don't. So thank you, guys. That's for real. Oh, my God. I'm going to start to cry. Thank uh-huh. you. Hey, this hasn't been normal for us, you know. This is, this is but. This has been, look, we're just talking candidly and just completely forgot that yeah, we were actually on air or whatever. It's just been good. Oh, that's Thank so good. you. What I wanted Thank to say before was when I took Sasha to Madison Square Garden, we saw Sebastian Maniscalco. I think it was his fifth night of sellouts. He'd done five. I think he might have broken the record or something. It was a big deal yeah. at the time. He's a comedian. Yeah. Is that right, Carlo? Are you thinking the same thing? Uh, I think he did some, something w- wicked like that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think we saw him on the final night and he brought his wife on stage. And, oh, yeah. and his dad. His dad was there too. And his family was there. And I just remember thinking, I just, I understood what he, you know, how that felt, you know. He's like, this, and you could see it in his face. He was so happy. He couldn't believe that he'd worked to this stage where he'd just sold out five nights at, at Madison Square Garden. Absolutely. Well, you know what? Someone told me once it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were lying. It takes 20. Yeah. yeah. Well, we must be, we must be ready. We must be there then. <laughs> <laughs> ready, to, ready to explode onto the scene. 
What we, yeah, what we love um, about you, and I, I hope this doesn't come across as being a bit weird, but we are actually proud of you. You're Melbourne boys, and we can see the work ethic that you have, and you, you know, you you put goodness and laughter into the world, and you make us all feel amazing. So thank you so much for being on the Sonia and Sasha for Real show. We will never forget this. It's been a wonderful experience. Thanks, boys. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you so much. Very much, guys. We'll come back anytime. Um, and like like I said before, this has been the and like Andrew said, it's been the best interview for us. You guys are great. Oh, hey, can oh, I just say, please, we, the, the next interview we're doing. He was in the invoice too, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. If I want an invoice from Joe, I want. if I want an invoice from you guys, I want it from Joe because it's going to be cheaper. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't want Carlo to send me an invoice. You don't want to see my invoice, Sasha. <laughs> no, I don't want to see your invoice. I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to talk with Joe. He's the admin chief. You know what I mean? He'll give it to me. You know? Mm. Hey, you know, I know this is another last question, but have you guys got to know each other so well that when you're actually doing a deal over like a Zoom, that you're almost feeling each other's vibes. I know like when you know when to shut. I know sense- what he's going to say. I know what like if someone sent someone sent an email or a message. I know now what the replies are going to be. No problem. We have code also. There's code. We didn't oh. use any code in this interview. We have oh. code. We What's the code? Oh, we can't tell you the code. We can't tell you the code. It, would, it wouldn't be a code if we told you what it was. Ah, do you normally got, like? We've got ways of wrapping things up and changing the conversation and whatever. Wrap it, wrap it. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, Sonia and I have been on a couple of um, Zoom meetings where there's, you know, been some deals done and all of that sort of stuff, and and then you know they start to ask money and and you know you guys will understand that they've brought they they're doing you know they're doing this and right. And Sonia and I, like, you know, we'll look and it's like we look at each other. <laughs> <laughs> right? And no one says anything. And that's our way of going, listen, mate, it's coming up. It's coming yeah. up, right? <laughs> and, and, like, you know, right on this screen, it just looks like I'm sitting here going, hello. Yeah. Right? But really I'm looking at Sonia I was like, don't you speak. She's like, don't you speak. <laughs> I'm the Joe in this situation. I am the Joe. I've got You're the Joe, are you? Don't have the money. We could do a little one for free. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the one that I'm the one that's well, don't say really, anything. Don't say anything. Up yeah. yeah. Up yeah. the price. Don't say anything. We don't discuss price over Zoom, just we do it by email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no, absolutely. But you know, yeah. when like let's say for example you've sent out the you sent out the quote and then they come oh, back yeah. and you have a chat yeah. and they say, Oh, this happened and then all of a sudden we just go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like there's just a look like going, Did did you not Oh my god, like do you not agree with that price? Because we're just like innocent little girls that just accidentally sent it out like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, no, we identify with that. We've got our own little things like that. But generally, it's just trying to put a muzzle on my brother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? We need to get into the meetings with you guys because then all of a sudden we'll do that look and that's that. it's that little like... "Mm." Mm, and then that means just shut up and let's not speak because I've, I've heard so many times the person that speaks first is the one that puts... is the one that loses the deal. So whenever there's an issue... 
I'm not saying anything. Because yeah, then they yeah, just speak absolutely. their own, they just speak, 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 yeah. and before you know it, they're speaking their own crap. Whereas I'm just like, I'll just let you talk, yeah, guys, yeah, talk yeah. away. Right. You're the first one to speak, or well, they say losers. Um, yeah, losers. But, but you know, but, but the thing is, too, is that sometimes uh, what, what get, what's frustrating is sometimes you deal with big brands, mm. like big multinational. We don't know that yet, but let me tell you, but when we do, we're coming to advice to you guys. To, those ones there, you're like, man, that's the pro. I, I'm with the boys on those ones there. Like that, because come on, let, let's go get serious with some of these, some mm. of these brands. Some of them can be the, be, be the worst, worst than a small you know, mum and pa or whatever. <laughs> it's the, the mum and pa. It's the mum and pa which pull up my heartstrings. I'm gone. Mm, yeah, the big brands, you just like hit them with it. But they'll actually... Yeah, in the neck with the pet. No, don't say that. <laughs> do, do you know what? I think I've loved this because we've got to talk about the comedy, we've got to talk about the family, and then we've also got to talk about the business behind it all. And um, and I guess that... And it's not about, um, you know, blowing smoke up your own ass or anything like that. At the end of the day... You know, we need to make a livelihood, and we need to make it, and and it's not just for us, and it's not just it's it's to literally to go, hey, where you might actually, um, and I, I say this all the time. I say to people, you you are booking me to speak for one hour or an hour and a half, and you might think that you're paying me for that one hour. No, you're actually not. You're paying me for twenty years of experience Correct. to yeah. be able to put that one hour and give you that information. So, and also to be able to know how to handle that audience because there are think times that, you know, I mean, Sonia have done and I've done thousands and thousands of gigs where, you know, a, a kid will say something that's just like left field or, you know, a, a tech doesn't work or this happens and blah, 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 blah. And you go, yep, I'm cool, no problem, I'll work it out, I'll do this. Whereas you get someone that started from the first time and then they, they get this like, you know, 16-year-old mouth off at them and um, they, you know, and they they kind of freeze and like, oh, oh. Whereas I'm like, bring it on, mate. Bring it on. Bring all that stuff on. I love it, and that challenges me as well. So, you're 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 paying for that experience. So if you're actually thinking that what I'm charging you for that one hour presentation is actually a lot of money, I, I'm not giving you one hour. I'm giving yeah. you twenty years, and I'm also giving you that ten hours that it's going to make me to prepare for that one hour. That's right. Yeah, it's the preparation. So you as think well. that you're getting one hour, but you're actually not. Mm-hmm. Well, in the case of sushi mango, you get three people, and a lot of people aren't, don't factor that into it. It's like, oh yeah, a couple of grams will do. So, uh, not that that's a price. I'm just saying, yeah. Absolutely. It's just like it's like uh, there's three people here, so it's you got to coordinate three people to get together at, at one time, and and then write the material and make sure it's quality, then film it, then edit it, then give it to you or, or turn up and whatever. It's a big undertaking, eh? So, yeah. No, we don't do a lot, of, a lot of the stuff we used to do. We just sort of th- stopped, stopped doing it. Like some of the, oh, I hate to say it, some of the smaller stuff we stopped doing it just because, you know, we don't have time to do it or we're writing the show and we, we did have time when we weren't writing shows and stuff like that. We would have extra time. It's just, um, you know, progression. You did le- levels and you just go through life and trying to try to climb. No one wants to go like that. Everyone wants to go like that. And mm. the whole world is trying to go like that. And everyone's trying to give you that. So no one can see this on the radio, but everyone's no, trying, yeah, to, go, no. everyone's trying to go low, you know. It's we like talk the with old, their hands, I understand. Yeah, it's, that's right. You know, it's the, the old thing of, you know, they go low, you, uh, you go low, they go high and, 
you meet somewhere or whatever. It's just, that's <laughs> just life, you know. No, but- I might add, I might add, we do do charitable stuff too, yeah. 100%. So do we. Always. We do a lot of that sort of stuff too, because it's important to give back to the people out there who need who need it more than you, you know? So. Yeah. And you have been. You've been giving to us all, all of this whole interview and all of years and years. And we're so, we're so proud of you. We're so proud of you. We're so proud that there's Melbourne boys that we are definitely going to be seeing at Madison Square Garden and Netflix specials and all kinds of things coming up in the future. Can everybody just go crazy for the incredible sushi mango? Thank you. Thank you, guys. Oh Thank God. you so Thank much. You. Please get on to uh, all of the outlets and find tickets for your show, Off the Boat. That SushiMango.com, Ticketech.com, Ticketmaster.com, wherever you're listening it, wherever it is, just go and check it out. You'll, uh, I'm sure, look, it's going to be at least the 27th best show ever. So, <laughs> uh, it's Joe Andrew, you're brilliant. We love you. You're absolutely brilliant, and you've got you've got goodness in your soul. And we and thank you for opening up for us and showing us who you really are as people and as performers. Thank you so much. It's an honour. Very much appreciate. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you at the show. Oh, one in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> That's Sushi Mango. You've been listening to Bring Back Live and Live FM. This is a Sonia and Sasha for a real show with Sushi Mango. See you next week. Woo! Yeah! Sonia and Sasha, for real.